This episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is sponsored by the most awesome Nick B, Mazakazu T, Matt N, and Monica M. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And thanks for joining us on the 110th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And it's Christmas time! Merry Christmas, everyone! Ho, ho, ho! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. This week, we're taking a break from our family dysfunction series to celebrate holiday horror, like we do each year. This week, we're going to celebrate this wondrous holiday by discussing all the creatures we're stirring and rare exports. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. All the creatures we're stirring is streaming on Shudder, and rare exports is on Hulu and Prime Video, amongst others. So be sure to check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Final Wish with a January 24th release date. It's directed by Timothy Woodward Jr., who you may know if you've seen Gangsterland or American Violence. And it's written by Jeffrey Reddick, who wrote both Final Destination 1 and 2. It's also written by William Hafton and Jonathan Doyle, who have not done too much up to this point. The IMDb summary is, After the death of his father, Aaron returns home to help his grief-stricken mother and to confront his past. Going through his dad's belongings, he comes across a mysterious item that is more than it seems. So, Carly. Yikes. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, the trailer is so bad. The premise, we've seen it. You know those trailers where they try to make, like, comedies look like horror movies? Yes. Those are better than this. Oh, yes. <laughs> By the like Mary Poppins one is genuinely scary. <laughs> like, Truthfully, it's all about the music of that one. Oh, my gosh. But it's, like, so creepy, too, because so much weird shit happens in that movie. Mm-hmm. That it like just makes it so good, especially Truth. when they get sucked up the freaking fireplace. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. If you haven't seen the horror Mary Poppins trailer, you Scary must. Scary Mary. I think it's called Scary Mary. Oh my God. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, no, but this, this oh, is trailer, not. however, no. <laughs> <laughs> it this is, is not so bad. bad. It is. Um, it's kind of like Wish Upon, but looks even worse than that. Yeah. And like the trailer is really it's like syncopated in a really weird way Mm. like there's these weird beats that it feels like it's trying to hit and it misses every time and i was like watching it like this is oh no (laughs) i will say though lynn shay is a goddamn treasure and she's still killing it in the trailer (laughs) oh yeah she's creeps me out in this she's trailer, like yelling 100%. and freaking out it's like a side of Shay you're not used to seeing i'm all about yeah. that and we Same. got tony todd also seems yep. like he's killing it but you can only do so much to save this trailer is not killing it movie. however it is just tropey super tropes super duper tropes it, it really is it's like a mishmash of all the things that you've seen in the past it's like if However they took every years. horror movie from the past 10 years and then made a trailer from them. Yeah. <laughs> but only oh, the bad this? ones. You get the this. If you want to get a little bit of this in here, you got a little bit of that in there. <laughs> got a scary face. It's not scary, by the way. It is. It was not doing well with the buildup and the scares. 
No. No. Just no. bad. Just not. That's why it has a January release date. January horror films are notoriously awful. It's just the way it is. That's where they throw all the shitty horror movies that don't make the cut. Yeah, that they have little little faith in. Yeah, I the, also the have peop- little faith in this. So they're not alone. No, for sure. Yeah. Too bad that uh, Lynn Shea and Tony Todd are attached to it because I love them. But yeah. I was like, the main guy looks so familiar. And so I had to look him up. He's from Twilight. <laughs> of course he is. Is he like, dad? who are you? No, the main guy, like the, oh. the, the, the Lin Shay's son, oh, I'm he's assuming. Like the friend. Yeah, I got, yeah. He's the friend that like wants yeah. to ask Bella out. Yes, yes. But then she's like, no, because Edward. Yeah, it's really sad that I know that. But so let's just. It's <laughs> just not so we with got all that, that guy. Yeah, let's just not with all that. <laughs> okay so yeah there's a january horror flick for you exciting exciting very exciting super duper duper exciting okay so let's move on what's the next what's the first movie we're talking about today we are going to be discussing 2018's all the creatures were stirring written and directed by david ian mckendry and rebecca mckendry um they haven't they've done a few shorts but nothing um that i've noticed so you know yay first major release i guess <laughs> the imdb summary is when an awkward date on christmas eve leads a couple into a strange theater they're treated to a bizarre and frightening collection of christmas stories featuring a wide ensemble of characters doing their best to avoid the horrors of the holidays from boring office parties and last minute shopping to vengeful stalkers and immortal demons there's plenty out here out there to fear this holiday season there are so many people in this movie. It's like it's it's like indie horror actors c- came here to celebrate the holidays. Yep. In indie horror actors unite. We got the dude, we got Michael from Resolution, we got the woman uh who is in Southbound and Starry Eyes. We got um what's her face from Absentia and The Haunting of Hill House. We got uh, the main girl from uh, House of the Devil. Don't know any of their names, but, but those people, all of those people, I can very recognize. If you are a indie horror fan, you will notice a lot of faces. And a modern horror fan, and you watch the movies that we watch along with us, then you are familiar with these people. We've done episodes on all of those films. It's true. Yeah, so I was super, super stoked. There was definitely moments where I was like, I know that person. Where do I know them from? And I was like, oh, oh for these sure. people all must like know each other. And that's awesome. So it's funny because one of the guys in the audience is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Who wrote the Jackals. And I was like, Jared, what you do in the front row? <laughs> <laughs> very distracted by it. I was very distracted. I was like... <laughs> That's so funny. And then I couldn't pay attention. But then I paid attention. So this isn't the best anthology movie, but it is a very fun anthology movie. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it? I thought it was fun. I liked it I thought a it lot. Was a f- I thought it was a fun um, hol- holiday movie for sure. I think it's definitely better than um, some anthology movies that I've seen. There are two sequences in particular that I really liked a lot. Which ones? Um, we'll get there. I think we can go oh. through them one by oh. one. I'd like to go through them one by one. But um, there were some that I thought were just really, really good. There was a couple that were meh. Um, I had a, like, I feel like if you liked Southbound, you would probably enjoy this. Yeah. It's about... It's about even, I would say. It's a, it's not the production, I don't think, is as clean as Southbound is. Like, I think Southbound is a much nicer looking movie as a whole. Um, but in terms of enjoyment and storytelling, I think it's about equal. I truly enjoyed the cut scenes in between when they were transitioning. Yeah, and I the did actors too. were standing there. The, wrap <laughs> like, ar- the wraparound is really great. So basically, our yeah. wraparound story is we have a couple on a first date, 
and they're at the theater on Christmas Eve, spending Christmas Eve together because neither of them had plans, and they go to see some weird indie uh, play, and mm-hmm. um, and each play is very bare bones, and then it turns in it morphs into uh, a short film. Yes. But yeah, I did like how they did it. It was very cute and uh, modern drama. And you can get why they'd be like sitting there and like giggling. Like, what, totally. have, we stumbled, what have we stumbled upon this Christmas yes. Eve? Slightly creepy. Uh, but I, What I are like, we doing here? I mean, you are, uh, you are a stickler for wraparounds in an anthology. So if it passes your high standards, then that's pretty good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Okay. Um, So let's talk about the first short film we have in this anthology. It's called The Stockings Were Hung. And it's basically about, it's like Saw, but in a office building. And they're stuck in a room and they have to play White Elephant Gift Exchange. Yikes. And everybody looks thrilled to be there. Yeah. It's so realistic, though. It's so real. It's so real. <laughs> it starts. It starts off so realistic, though. Seriously impressed by it. Someone who wrote this obviously has been through this before. They've definitely been there. So basically, they have to open up these gifts, and they might kill them or provide them with murder tools, <laughs> and then drama ensues. It escalates very fast, and I understand that it's because it's a short, but I was like, right. oh, these people. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Resort to murder very fast. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite because I don't think the character development was there to substantiate some of the actions, um, but enjoyable nonetheless. It gets gory. That's pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah, this isn't my favorite. It's a good middle of the road story it's it's not a bad bad place to start but it didn't exactly get me excited for the movie um same but it like does let you know what you're getting into i guess sure sure it seems i feel i feel like it's one of the lower budget feeling films of the film itself um Mm -hmm. but enjoyable nonetheless i liked it it was fine not it was necessarily fine. creative, um, but no. fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I just thought it was funny that they had, that there's a, a gift on the table that looks like it's booze. And you know how when you do white elephant gift exchanges, at least in my office, everyone always wants the booze. Like the only yeah, gifts I- that get stolen are like the booze. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you kind of gauge... Yeah. Which ones? I like how the first gift that's picked is like, it looks like it's booze, but then it's homemade vinegar. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I made it myself. (laughs) That woman was hilarious, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I loved her. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Our second film in the anthology was Dash Away All. So this one is one of my favorites. I think this deserves a full-length film. I want to watch a full-length film of this about the guy that comes out of the store into an empty Mm -hmm. parking lot, and he accidentally locks his keys and his phone in his car and asks strange women in a van to help him lend lend him their phone. They do so, and then somehow he gets attached to a demon. (laughs) See, I think this is perfect as a short. I think it could get drawn out as a full length. I am like, this is the perfect amount of what I want to see. I'm left wanting more, but like, I don't necessarily know if I really want more. Like, I thought that I really liked this segment as well. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm left wanting more. I love the story. I love the idea behind it. I don't, I had a lot of questions and I questioned a lot of things because he, I don't understand how there is no one else in the parking lot. Like if a store well, is Christmas just, e- it's Christmas Day, right? It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, but I it's don't Christmas un- Eve. But like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The people okay. that work in the store would still be there. <laughs> There's like no cars at all, zero cars. It's just his car in that van. It just to me, it's completely unrealistic that that would be the case. 
if you're leaving, I feel a like store, I imagined other cars like leaving as mm-hmm. he was like. Yeah, but even if there's other cars that are leaving, the people that work there stay later than the people shopping. It's just the way stores work. <laughs> they have to lock up. They have to clean up. It's yeah, the but whole- they typically park in the back because the front is like for customers. Uh, that could be the case. That could be the case if there's a back lot. Yeah, like because they yeah. usually leave out the back rather than the front. Like they lock okay. the front doors and then exit out the back. Okay, I guess I can get behind that. That is possible. But still, very strange. <laughs> that there's like nobody. He is the only one. Uh, but no, I thought this was... Um, it was I a like, really well done one. I, I thought it sure. was phenomenal. Really well done. Really enjoyable to watch. I mean, if, if you only watch this for that short, you are having a good time. Agreed. Um, okay. The next one is All Through the House. This one is about, is kind of like a um, Christmas Carol story, except with a dude bro who snorts cocaine. <laughs> Which one is this? What? Do I remember a dude bro smoking cocaine? He snorts cocaine, not snorts smokes co- it. Snort cocaine, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> I don't know if you can smoke cocaine. I, I've never heard of that, but smoking maybe crack. it's possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't remember? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, no, I it's do. It's like a Christmas carol. I didn't like specifically care ghosts. for this one, so I think I just like forgot about it. But I, I remember it. Bad. With the, I liked it. With the neighbor. Yeah. Right? The neighbor is he was Mike an asshole. From, I'm just saying I didn't feel bad for him. Oh, yeah, no. The neighbor is Mike from Resolution. Yes. Yeah. And from he was also on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, very important for our listeners to know that. <laughs> uh, I liked it just because he's so grouchy and scroogey. He's so, and he, he just looks, he has got a grouchy face. He does have a grouchy face. I love how he, he, calls, he calls Santa a rosy-cheeked son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> i thought that one was i like when funny. they're like he's like i called the police and then they like throw his phone under the door yeah and then they're like just kidding <laughs> i just thought it was it wasn't anything special but it was enjoyable it was humorous i enjoyed it it was a good time it was fine uh, it wasn't my favorite and then we had an intermission with a wraparound after that mm-hmm. where Creepy old man. The creepy old dude is staring. He's a very big on staring, staring down our, our Jenna, our main woman character in our wraparound story. And uh, the boyfriend or the guy on the date is, is on the phone a lot. He keeps leaving and going on the phone for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Very important guy. Uh, so that's all we see there. And then we have a rose such a clatter which is my least favorite of the film, which I guess, I mean, do you usually, I'm trying to think of where the worst films in the anthologies are usually placed. Are they usually second to last? I feel like that's probably pretty accurate. I don't know. I feel like there's the, there are, they're either the second Mm. or the third. Okay. Not usually. Because wasn't, I don't know, because wasn't, or maybe sometimes, I don't know. I'm just thinking of XX, and I feel like the one that was my favorite was, like, the third one. Oh, okay. But I don't well, remember, I guess. A Rose Such a Clatter is by far the worst one in this. I don't understand the point. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. There's n- no explanation for anything. <laughs> a dude hits a reindeer on the road. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Then, and then another reindeer comes and kills him. But no, like, this is by far the worst. I didn't even remember this one. I don't I even like, understand what's happening. Situation? There's a prostitute. I think he's getting a prostitute. He's looking at a file folder with a woman with woman's picture as in um, and then he comes home and then there's a woman there, and then he gets gored by a reindeer. But you don't. I even literally see have no it. idea. And it looks like a stuffed animal reindeer, and there's, and all you see are the antlers when he's getting gored. It's just it's not it's not the best thing i don't really get it i don't know why it's there it's boring i don't get it either and they just keep on showing like the blitzen collar and you're like okay i get it this doesn't make sense agreed not great i was so distracted during this one i was like give me anything there was nothing they give you nothing there's like yeah there's no nothing it's pointless 
It's a pointless. It's so short pointless. Film. It sucks. Uh, it sucks to be watching it and be really into it, and then all of a sudden have that. Um, but then we get in a twinkling, which is the best thing I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I loved it so much. Which one was that? How do you not know? Do you not write any notes when you watch movies? <laughs> How do you not know anything? I pay attention to the movie. No, you don't. Is it the alien one? If you paid attention, you would know which one it was. I honestly was not reading the names of them before Carly, they came out. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question for you, and I want you to answer me honestly. Okay. In the two plus years we have been recording this podcast. <laughs> yes. How many times in the 110 episodes that we have produced <laughs> for this show? Yes. How many times have you written notes on the films that we watch? In the two years that we have been recording, I've probably accumulated maybe four pages of notes. You are the fucking worst. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Why? Hey there, lovelies. I don't. My brain doesn't if work If you're that listening way. to this and you're interested in becoming a podcaster for Final <laughs> Girls Horrorcast, send your resume or email sound me clip directly. to ignore the other voice Amy talking right now. I'm not a note taker. <laughs> I, I mean, know I know I that. No apologies for it. <laughs> I really think that you should try a little bit, especially when there's five sequences to go through. I didn't know when we started watching this movie that it was an anthology, so I wasn't prepared. And then I just let it go as I was watching it. But I know which one's which. How many times in the 110 episodes we have produced for this show have you felt prepared? <laughs> oh, 100% of the time, because if there's a movie oh. that I like or really hate, I remember all the things that I loved or hated about it. <laughs> there's so No wonder I talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> Because you got all the the notes going on. (laughs) Oh, I'm shaming you. Merry Christmas. Shame, shame. I know your name. Okay. No regrets. So In a Twinkling is about aliens. It's the only other short film we did not talk about. (laughs) I said it was the alien one. Yeah. I really, this one was my favorite one. You did get there at at some point. (laughs) I did. This one, I like when I was watching it, I was like, this one's my favorite one. It's so good. I thought he was a werewolf at first. I was waiting for him. Same. He had the he had the uh, chains. He is starting to chain himself up. It's funny. It's cute. It's clever. It's slightly creepy. The acting's good. I just all around really, really, really enjoyed this one. It's by far the best one. I think it's just so well done, and I think it is really well acted. Mm-hmm. And you get it, and those sweaters are phenomenal, and they don't. I was come glad out that you chose say, that image. Yes, <laughs> and they don't come out and say what's happening, but you get it. It makes sense. Right. Yeah, it, that one was really good. That one, and it's so like surprising. Like when he comes in and he shoots them all. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? That one and the demon one, by far the best. In this film, agreed. The reindeer one can just, what the fuck? The reindeer one that can was, go fuck itself. They phoned that one in so hard. It like should not even have been. I feel like it was things. like, okay, we're out of money and we're out <laughs> of, <laughs> we're out of money and our film is too short to be um, submitted as a full length film to any film festival. So we need one more. What can we do in a day and a half? Like, that's what I feel like. Happened. I can see that. That sounds believable. <laughs> I just made up trivia for this film. That's what happened. <laughs> it was good. I liked Thanks. that trivia. Thanks. Um, so the ending wraparound, we get, I think they're going to eat her. The whole point of the date, everyone's in on it and they're going to eat her. Is that the joke? I, I honestly, like, that's what it seemed. But, like, it didn't really play out for me. It could have been a like little the, bit more I feel like the end articulate. was lacking. Yeah, it was not quite as articulate as it needed to be Yeah, for all the buildup of it. No. We, we get a scary face and, like, laughter from the creepy guy. It's just weird. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird way to end it. I didn't care for it, to be honest. No. 
It was because the end. I mean, the rest of the the rest of the that story is good. Like, yeah. and like okay, you know something's weird. You know sure. something's wrong, and then you get like no payoff at the end. And yeah. I was just kind of like, meh, not the best. Meh, the All payoff's right. not quite there. But there are for no. sure two short films in this anthology that I would one hundred percent recommend to everybody. So if you want to just watch the second short and the last short, <laughs> then you're good. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. I won't blame you. I wouldn't either. Or just kind of like have it on while you're doing other things. So it's on Shudder. You'll get the Available gist. Available to you if you have Shudder. Okay. Yeah. Are we, are we going to move on? Are we ready to move along? Let's do it. Okay, moving on to Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale from 2010. It's written and directed by Jelmari Helander. Do we have a any other things that this director has done? Uh, not that I recognized. Okay. So he because has a lot of it was things. like Finnish movies. Okay. So I thought it was um, Canadian, but it makes sense. No, because like at Finnish. the end, it's like from the place where Santa originated from or something like that. Well, that's what it said on the boxes. I meant like the actual director. I thought that it was a Canadian film. Oh, no, it says Finland on um, IMDb. Okay, I'm going to just scroll down because I want to know what the hell I was looking at. Oh, Finnish and English, country of origin, Finland, Norwin, Nor Norwind, <laughs> not a place, Finland, Norway, France, and Sweden. Oh, I don't know where I got Canada from. Made that up. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> My motherlands. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, yes, the IMDb summary is in the depths of the, god damn it. Corventuri Mountains, 486 meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up, the Christmas everyone will believe in Santa Claus. So we have been recommended this film for, I think, two Christmases now. Um, I never heard of it, but people talk about it at Christmas every year. I feel like it's maybe not super popular in the States. I feel like most of the people that recommend this are overseas or Canada. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of Canada. Um, so this was my first watch and your first watch as well. Yes. Yes. So what did you think of Rare Exports? I was so let down by the end. I okay. wanted Santa Claus and I was so bummed mm. because I was like built up. Yeah. This whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was really bummed. I was um, hoping to at least get a something of Santa Claus. A glimpse. Yeah. All I got was a horn. That wasn't was as exciting. So bummed. It was a little bit sad. Um, I was also, and I feel like this is probably like maybe a sign that I should probably never have kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was so annoyed by the little kid. <laughs> Pietari is that his okay. name yeah I think so uh always his dad being like stay here and he would always just keep going and get himself into lots of trouble and like crazy shenanigans and I'd be like oh Pietari just like fucking stay where your dad tells you to stay I don't Stupid think that he like that. was that um I feel like he stayed for the most part where he needed to stay did he really like do every the time thing? like when his dad was going to like check the trap, he was like, stay inside, you're grounded. And then he came outside, then he was like, stay here, I'm going to check the trap. And he kept on like inching forward and like watching his dad. But he's like, the only one that know that Santa's coming and it's a threat. So he I feels like that. he has to Be protect. Be a little sneakier, kid. Like, yeah, wait till your dad hides and then go check it out. Like, any normal kid. <laughs> I guess. I think, uh, um, especially when he's like, have I been bad? And then he's like continuously going against his dad's wishes. Um, but if he followed all his dad's wishes, they'd probably all be fucked. Pietari is oh, the, sure. is the hero of the story. No, he's totally the hero of the story. Yeah. Obviously he's hanging from the net of children screaming wahoo at the end with all the weird <laughs> naked zombie people chasing, which made me giggle. They're not zombie people. They're elves. I know they're elves. They're old naked men. <laughs> aka elves 
aka elves like you've never seen them before i did i did get to the elf thing before they said it in the film so i was patting myself on the back a little there i'm like that is not santa claus that is a santa's helper or a something because he does not seem highly intelligent or even necessarily interested in i don't know I, I did like that part though. Like when we first start dealing with the elf, it reminded me a little bit, just slightly, of the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yes, me when too. He's, when he's laying on the table and then like creepy stuff starts happening. And he was and then, like breathing, and I was like, he's breathing. And then like two yeah. seconds later, you find out that he's alive, and I was like, yes. And then he's just like crouched down in the corner. So creepy. Like he doesn't say anything, he doesn't move. I really liked that whole thing. Like That was definitely my favorite part of the movie. That was the best part of the movie, easy. Yes. I didn't care that much about the beginning. I didn't... I don't know. It's not my favorite movie, but it's not bad. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. Uh, I feel like it's more adventure than horror. There is some... 100%. Especially the end. The end is very adventure-y. Um... I was like, it's so funny because when he was like, I was like, this is like never ending story when he's writing Valcor and he's like, woo! <laughs> and I was like, except for that they're like zombie elves. I know they're not zombies, but they were missing pieces of flesh on their skin. So they reminded were me they of really? zombies. I didn't notice any missing pieces of flesh. Are yeah. you sure? Some of the old men definitely had like huge gapes of like scratches and stuff on their really? bodies. Yeah. I did not notice um, that. I was too dis- disgusted by their flabby flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and so, no, I mean, it was definitely, I'm glad I watched it. It was enjoyable. Um, not was, my favorite, but it definitely had aspects that I really enjoyed. But I was so let, I was so let down that we didn't get was, any Santa Claus. It was beautifully shot. I thought the cinematography yes. was great. Um, not like... I don't know. The colors were really washed out when they needed to be. And Mm -hmm. I think the cinematography did a really good job of helping lead the story where it needed to go. Um, And Jusso had a mean uh, uh, mullet. Yes. (laughs) I was like, whoa. I I, I thought, I mean, it's a gorgeous looking movie. Um, No issues with acting. I thought the acting was good. I thought there were some really good brief moments of comedy that were nice. Um, The little horror that we do get, I think, is really well crafted, which is maybe detrimental almost to my emotion about the film, because I think they could have made this a true horror film um, Mm -hmm. if they pushed a little bit more in the scary moments. Cause there's some, I agree. There's there's some some, really good moments. There's some really good creepy moments that we just don't quite get enough of to really consider this horror. But those dolls that they replace the children with are legitimately terrifying. They are legitimately terrifying. (laughs) Like if I came home and like that was in place of my child, I wouldn't be like, Oh, he's just playing. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Where did did this come from? So as your, did your animal issues arise? significantly with the reindeer murders so i i knew that was coming when they when they were walking uh up the thing when the other reindeers came out so i didn't really see that part but i did get that they wanted to go they were mad at the people that were drilling and wanted to go through so i got the idea of that scene um but i did miss when uh pietari was talking to his dad in the slaughterhouse Okay. I have no idea what happened so in you that didn't, scene. The field the of the field of dead reindeer didn't. Oh no! Wait, I didn't watch. I didn't. Oh, watch that. okay, okay, okay. I mean, but I got the, the ending, idea of like the scene of what was the going ending on. is where they're shipping off these elves. Um, really strange. Like, I do appreciate the quirky Christmassy ending of it, where it makes it feel more of a Christmas movie, but it's very strange. <laughs> Really, really, very, very strange. It's so weird because it's like, who's buying these skinny Santas, these skinny, creepy Santas? They're going all across the globe. 
to I be know, Santa's. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I don't get it, but they had to go somewhere with it. So sure. But they're eighty eighty five thousand dollars a piece if you want one. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm like, who would pay that much money for it? A skinny <sighs> Santa. A mall of re- the mall of America. <laughs> no Santa mall Santa in history has ever made eighty five thousand dollars for <laughs> no. But talking the mall to kids. purchases. But if you think about it, the mall purchases the elf as a Santa Claus. He never dies. You don't even have to feed him. Really, <laughs> he just uh, exists. And so you put him in a closet. And you know, if he lasts twenty years. You're really oh making God. money. You don't have to pay him anything and he doesn't die. So really, $85,000 is not a lot for what you're getting out of that Santa Claus. All right. I mean, I'm just saying, if you own My friend Amy, mall, ladies and gentlemen. If you own a mall, it's really a good investment to buy a rare export Santa Claus. You don't think? You can be their marketer. I'm just saying you're never they never need to eat just throw them in a closet they don't need to eat you throw them in a closet when you're not eating them yeah you can let them wander around if you want but they might start eating deer and stuff you know (laughs) it's so creepy when they're like somehow holding all the dummies yeah at the end and they're like stroking them (laughs) very strange they're practicing they're practicing with children they can't oh, have get real it. children. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> They're just creepy and white and have no it's real so facial weird. emotions. Yeah, yeah. That's a very strange movie, guys. I don't know. I'm I've, I'm stoked if you like it. It's not my favorite Christmas horror film. No, but it is enjoyable, and I'm glad I saw it. Same. Okay. Oh gosh, are we moving along? Do we have yeah. more to say? I don't really have more to say. We have no, quite a I bit in I our third everything. segment. My main okay. complaint is that I don't get any Santa. That's it. Okay. I mean, I agree. We get to see his horns and that he's huge, and then we he don't looks get epic. to see him. I know. I really I was like, just I can't wait. Him. For just someone kidding, Carly, who's not you're into never giant monsters, to. I really want to see giant Santa, <laughs> and at least see him fuck a little bit of shit up. Yeah. Right. Just don't a tease little me. Bit. And then blow him to smithereens. Yeah. Didn't even get to enjoy a little bit. Sheesh. 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 Um, okay. So before we jump into our social media question this week, which we have a social media question this week. Hooray, we finally did one. It's been a <laughs> while. Um, we did get a question um, for some holiday advice. We have put out there that we are willing to help you with your holiday advice this season. And we got a serious request this week from Anonymous. Slasher Steve, we're calling him Slasher Steve. So, Carly, would you like to read the advice that we are... That I would we, love to. I don't even know how to phrase that, but you know what the fuck I mean. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I barely, barely even know my mother. Like, she's never been in my life. So she adds me on Facebook and is trying to guilt me into buying her a Christmas present after all the Christmas presents she's bought me. Sarcasm. What's the best thing to do? Should I act on my resentment and not do anything? Should I buy her something because that's what people do? Question mark. That's a very good question. I think. Agreed. Um, Well, I can't necessarily relate to it. Uh, I do have an opinion here that I will share if you want it, which I want you obviously it. do because you asked. Um, I think not knowing your mother and I mean, the fact that she's just uh, there's a lot of questions here, but just going off of what I know, she, the, his mother added him on Facebook, which means that they weren't even friends on Facebook to begin with. This is a fairly new relationship to me. That's what that mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. And if a, if a stranger adds me on f- Facebook and tries to guilt me into doing anything, my initial instinct is go fuck yourself. But that being said, she is still your mother. So I don't want to say go fuck yourself, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, totally. Totally. I don't, no one, no family member should guilt any other family members into anything. This is not how, A, this is not how Christmas works in general. And this is not how families should work. 
but that being said, um, you know, maybe a non, an inexpensive gift or a thoughtful, uh, sending a, a thoughtful card or pictures or something, um, to maybe familiarize yourself with this human that gave you life is not a bad way to go. Maybe a small, maybe some photos, maybe some a letter. Um, if a I relationship's like- going to start, maybe that's a better way. I mean, I don't know. This is just me. Yeah. I feel like saying things. I've been seeing this like Jim Carrey tweet a lot lately um, where he said something like no holiday should manipulate should manipulate you to the point where you're going, you know, to dad just show, to so, show someone that you love them. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's like not the point of the holiday. Like it's more right. just like, um, really just to be with people that you care about and, you know, sure. sh- like let the people that you love know that you love them, which we should be doing all the time. But like, obviously around holidays, it's kind of like magnified, because people want you to buy cards. (laughs) Um, Right. But like, I think if anybody ever like asks or demands a gift from anybody else, like that's not really the best, the best thing. Um, I feel like rather than ignoring it, maybe Mm. just like sending a card yeah, that's like a happy holidays or something like that. Yeah, should be sufficient enough. Yeah, um, I mean, just, if you if this is a relationship you want to have, that's yeah. probably a better way to start than purchasing something for them. And the fact that she's asking for him to purchase something for her mm-hmm. is is weird, strange, very yeah. strange, very strange. Um. So yeah, I don't think that I would for. A relationship that obviously is new um, and is going to be something that both parties are going to need to work on in the future if they're hoping to build that relationship. Um, I feel like a card with Mm -hmm. something, you know, sweet in it would should suffice. Not even necessarily sweet. But maybe even just something about yourself, something to help present yourself to this yeah. human. You know, like I said, I more so just meant something or, other than like happy holidays, love. Yes, me. I mean <laughs> something personal. It's nice to write a personal note in there. Yeah, not something super like a you know something you would write in someone's yearbook that you barely knew. You exactly. Know? Yeah, I think that's. So, yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, and if it's not reciprocated, um, or if it's not. If she's not happy with that, then we, then maybe we know that her motives are not the purest. Pure. Yes. Yeah. Because most mothers are happy with a thoughtful card. Agreed. Yeah. Or should be. Or should be. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anybody who, yeah, like just the thought of somebody going out of their way to basically buy something like that as a token yes. that yeah. you're thinking of them should be yeah. enough. Of course. For anybody, let alone like a parent or a child. 100% agreed. Okay. I think we nailed that one. Good luck, Slasher Steve. I hope it, I hope all you goes well. You got this. And happy holidays to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for the social media question of the week. Holy shit. You haven't said that in so long. Oh my God. I almost forgot how to say it. <laughs> Let's ask the question. What is our quest- it? Our question this week is, what's your favorite horror and non-horror holiday film to watch? I'm going to be honest. I think we already asked this once. <laughs> it's always good to revisit. Guess what? Don't give a shit. People's opinions change. People's favorite movies change. So let's bring on the answers and then maybe we can try and answer this very fun question. So fun. All right. Very creative question. So creative. I know we blew your mind (laughs) with this one. Um, 
So on Instagram, we have Markaholic who says, I love Santa's sleigh with Goldberg and National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Yeah. I love (laughs) National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. It's so good. It's very good. I haven't seen Santa's sleigh, but I feel like Jacob was just telling me about it. Jacob loves Santa's sleigh. I feel like I've been seeing this. Yeah. Jacob loves Santa's sleigh and Jacob actually demanded that we um, do Santa's sleigh this year. Oh. Uh, which is why we did not do it. Because <laughs> fuck Jacob. I'm not doing anything anyone demands me to do. No man's going to tell me what to do. Yeah. The <laughs> next one is by Kate and Leah Marie. She writes, My favorite Christmas horror movie is a tie between Krampus and Better Watch Out. Favorite non-horror is also a tie between Love Actually and Christmas Vacation. Happy holidays, y'all. Thank Heck you, yes. Kate and Leah Marie. I I, uh, I don't agree with most of those, but hey, I love all of those movies. I like all of those movies. I mean, I like I love Christmas Vacation. I like the other ones. You love Better Watch Out, though. I do. You really every time I see it, I get like another surprise. (laughs) I would say every time it's like I've literally watched it three times. Um, so many surprises three all surprises, surprises now. those three <laughs> each time and i do love all three love, times actually. surprise surprise surprise, surprise! <laughs> final girls fx says krampus or silent night deadly night and non-horror die hard of course die hard i need die course, hard that holiday there. that holiday film oh god remember when we did our episode on silent night deadly night <laughs> holy amazing uh I, I haven't seen the second it. one yet. We need to do the second one too. We Maybe do. We've been ta- we've been talking about that for a while too. Uh, well, I have it on DVD and I haven't seen it yet. I should probably watch it. Mia Mi Mi Corazon says, "My favorite holiday horror film." Sorry, I totally misread that. Uh, <laughs> that was I didn't funny. totally. I just said film <laughs> instead of movie. <laughs> My favorite holiday horror movie has to be Black Christmas and non-holiday. Non-horror holiday movie is Little Women because feels. Oh, I never even really think about Little Women for Christmas, but it is Christmassy. It's so good. I used to watch the super old one and then also the new one. Like all the The time. The super old one and then the Winona Ryder one. Exactly. And now they're remaking it. Are they really again? Yeah. Miss Greta Gerwig is directing. It's got like a fucking bomb cast. We've got uh, Shirsa Ronan as Joe. We have Emma Watson as Meg. Like Emma Watson as Meg. Isn't she a little old for that? Meryl Streep. Meg's the oldest daughter. I know, Um, but isn't Emma Watson in her 20s? It's called Little Women. Not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Women old enough to drink and drive. That's so funny. Um, I think Meryl Streep is Marmy. Drinking and driving is not legal. Like, Sorry. The cast is pretty insane. It sounds weird. Emma Watson <laughs> cannot be in Little Women. She is too dang old. How old is I, that bitch? I'm okay with it. You had, what are you talking about? In the first one, like, I'm guaranteed you, Winona Ryder. No. See, now we need to, to be look younger this shit was definitely. Up. Now I'm looking this shit up. This is a thing now. This has now become a thing. We're looking it up. <sighs> Hold, please, while we look up this very important thing about Little Women. Okay, in 1994, Winona Ryder. God damn it, I need a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> and who was... <sighs> 19... God damn it. Was she really? Yeah. Like nobody ever plays a teenager that's actually a teenager. They're always in their 20s. It just still seems inappropriate. The chick that played Meg was definitely older too. I don't remember her name. It says she's 23. Christian Bale. Christian Bale was Lori. Winona Ryder was 23. Yeah, but then Meg was older than her. But I don't remember what who that know, lady I'm was. Just, I'm just saying. Trini Alvarado. How old is Emma Watson? Uh, I don't know. 28. 20 fucking 8. She's but almost she 30 years 28. old. Well, how, well, what year was Renona Ryder born? 
1971. So okay, Winona so the- Ryder was 23 when she played the part. The and chick Emma that played Watson- Meg was born in 67 in the in that one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so she's the older sister. It's still too much. I don't 28? Think- I don't 28. Think so. It's 28. Fine. I'm not bothered 28. by 28. Let it go. 28. <laughs> Watson's 20 fucking eight years old. That, this is a normal occurrence in Hollywood. How I are you so upset by this one it. moment? I will not allow it. This is blowing my mind right now, Amy. This is not Dawson's Creek. You're okay, it's blowing little fucking women. My mind right now. You're blowing my mind. With your oh, no, Meryl Streep is Aunt March. Laura Dern is Marmy. Oh, I love that. Why doesn't Meryl Streep just play Meg? I bet you she'd nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Little Women as played by the Golden Girls. That's okay, so funny. continue. Let's see. Hashafoon says horror holiday film, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and non-horror, Rock and Roll Wolf. What is that? I do not that? know what that is, but I must know right now. What I'm is so Rock intrigued. and Roll Wolf? Someone tell me right now. I, 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 it's immediately a need I have to watch this immediately. Yeah, I don't we're know. We're gonna pause the horror podcast to watch I've, Rock and Roll Wolf. I literally like you need to tell us what it is because I just plugged it into IMDb and I can't see anything for How it. How is this not in IMDb? How is it not there? I don't know. It's gotta be Rock and Roll Wolf. I don't see it. Is it a TV show? Is it a what is it? Okay, so I just put it into the internet, into Google. I'm an just old lady. In the internet. <laughs> There's something called Mama, and in parentheses, Rock and Roll Wolf from 1976. It looks amazing. I Is this it? Send Tell it to me. Tell me if Send it's it. Mama. Send it to me. Okay. Send me the thing with the stuff. I need to know all about this. Okay. Rock and and Roll Wolf is the best name of anything ever. Is it American? It looks like Romania. Oh. But then this is the... I'm going to send you... What is that? I'm going to send you my Google search. Where are you? So you can see the the YouTube videos that popped up for it. Check, Check that out. The Big Bad Wolf and his friends are plotting to kidnap and ransom Mrs. Rada, the goat's children, for a bag full of gold. What does that have to do with Christmas? Are you sure this is it? No. <laughs> but it's the looks, only thing. This looks look at, literally insane. Look at Romanian, my, Russian, and English. Look at the look at the Google search, because anything that I send you is not going to show you the magic. Of these, this wig and makeup situation oh, that's going on here. You love the wigs so much. Oh my God, these wigs are amazing. See? This is terrifying. It's so terrifying. This is and we the must scariest know thing ever. I need to see this it. This is it. Please let us know. There's ice skating. Maybe Immediately. it's it. But it's Russia. I mean, you have to ice skate everywhere in Russia. Like, what is this freaking... Wow. It looks like the labyrinth, but Romanian. <laughs> Have you ever seen? It's an Alice in Under Alice in Underland. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it was on TV when we were little. I yes. feel like it was. It was like yes. with all of these super famous people. Like Ringo Starr was in it. It was like Alice through the Looking Glass or something like that. Yes. And she was. It was my favorite thing to watch. I taped it, but I only taped it like from a certain point on and so i only had like half the movie but carol channing was in it like it it, that's what this reminds me of this is you know what it reminds me of is zoobly zoo do you remember zoobly zoo oh my god yes that's kind of what this through the looking glass thing was all about yeah i remember that too but i just i'm thinking immediately because there's children with crazy wigs and ears they have like animal ears like uh donkey ears i think or rabbit Nope, donkey. Uh, I'm gonna go with donkey. Okay, I like it. (laughs) This really went took a turn. This looks absolutely insane. I really want to watch it. You can watch it on YouTube. Dear Hashafoon, thank you. We will watch Rock and Roll. Blessing us. 
Oh, it was just called Alice in Wonderland. It wasn't even called Alice Through the Looking okay, Glass. Okay, read the next one. We need to move From on. 1985. I want to watch this again. Okay. Uh, Deedle85 says, definitely a Christmas horror story. Not too many people have probably heard of it, but it's awesome. And uh, also National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Did we do a Christmas horror story? That oh, sounds familiar. Let me look it up. I wouldn't know. I don't really know. It's... <sighs> Christmas horror story oops i spelled horror wrong yeah it's the one with the chains and the, oh, and the santa yeah, yeah so. did we do this though yes we did okay well also an anthology series yeah okay yeah i do and national lampoon's christmas vacation is always a good one Okay, Herb Mumford says Gremlins and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Herb's my favorite. Great answers. That's phenomenal. Emmett Otter, so cute. So cute. Who doesn't love a good Jug Band Christmas? Nobody I want to (laughs) know. What's next? Divine Sublime says Black Christmas and Gremlins. Good choices. Black Christmas is amazing. Yes. Noodle and the Rue says, newfound love for Krampus and Gremlins, of course. I like it. Amen. Uh, Trey 4.2.0 says, Black Christmas and A Christmas Story, both made by the same director, surprisingly. That's true. Amazing. And, and agreed. Uh, Pierce 6 says, Black Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. It's a oh, Wonderful Life. It's so cheers. good. Cheers. So good. That's my mama's favorite. I like oh, it a lot. Oh, it's so good. It's a good one. It is. It's a classic. Yes. Uh, Dead End Design says, Gremlins and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, wow, a lot of Christmas Vacation fans here. I know. I like it. I like you guys. <laughs> Maddie Blaze says, hopefully this counts. Do you gals remember... And all through the house from Tales from the Crypt, the 89 version, and Love Actually are my favorites for the holidays. I don't remember the episode, but it's Tales from the Crypt, so I'm sure it's amazing. Yes. Same. I don't. I don't remember, like, any of the Tales from the Crypt. I I remember. I really scared of Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) The only one I remember, I feel like, had Brad Pitt in it. I don't know. I may have made that up. Okay. But I the I remember the ending was like hollowed out trees and there were people in them hmm. and like the guy was cutting the trees like chopping down the trees and I think it had something to do with infidelity like the oh. husband like took his wife his yeah. wife and her lover and like put them in trees and sawed them in half. That's all. Okay. That's the, like legitimately the only tales from the crypt thing that I remember. I don't remember that. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to Twitter. On Twitter, we have Titania86, who says, uh, for horror, Black Christmas, so creepy. The ending always gives me chills. And I love all the college women and their genuine relationships with each other. Agreed. Same. Uh, And non-horror, Miracle on 34th Street. Just heartwarming (gasps) and sweet. I love Miracle on 34th Street. Both the original and the remake. Agreed. They're both great. Agreed. It's, oh, they're just... My heart. I think I like the remake a little more just because I was, I, it's the one I remember the most. But they're both so wonderful. I feel like I mainly grew up with the original one. Mm. Are there only two? I think there's only two. There's a black and white and a color. Okay. I feel like, I think I grew up with the Natalie Wood one. Yeah. So that's the one that I, Natalie Wood is a treasure. She is such a treasure. I love her. Um, but also the remake is also fantastic. It's delightful. It's got, what's her face from Mrs. Doubtfire, right? No? From, yeah, and Matilda. Yeah. She's great and she adorable. Is. She's adorable. Um, at Mac Blackwood says, Gremlins uh, for horror and non-horror Scrooge. Hell yes. Amen. I freaking love Scrooge. And here's where I'm forced to admit to myself, everything I love is just different ratios of horror comedy, of a horror comedy cocktail. Ain't nothing I mean, wrong with that. Same with me though i like <laughs> i like a good horror comedy cocktail <laughs> scroogeism is fantastic it's so underappreciated good. by a younger generation uh-huh. if you have it's not seen scrooge oh, go check out scrooge they're showing it at the new bev and i'm like so upset that i'm not going to be in town oh, for it because no. it is one of my favorites they're showing home alone this weekend and i think i'm going to go see it you need to did you see the um the Amazon commercial 
that yes. Macaulay Culkin did? It's Google, but yes, I did. Oh, yes, you're right. Google. I was it's... like, what's her name? <laughs> Alexa? Alexa. Okay. Uh, Younger128 says, for horror, I don't have a favorite, but Better Watch Out was a lot of fun. Non-horror, I love Batman Returns. It's my favorite Batman movie. Weird. Is that a Christmas movie? It's very icy because of the penguin. That's true. <laughs> it is very icy. <laughs> so that like translates into Christmas. All right. All right. I accept it. Okay. Let's get through these Facebook ones. We have Matt G from on Facebook who says Silent Night from 2012. I don't think I've seen that. I haven't either. And Die Hard. I have seen that. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Shannon P. says, Krampus and Die Hard or Home Alone. Oh, Hashtag Home I alone. hate Christmas. So good. Oh, yeah. If you guys don't like Christmas. She does, but you should see her house right now. It's like. Merry fucking Christmas. All crafty all, all over the place. She says, but this weekend we are watching my two front teeth where Santa is a vampire and the elves are zombies. I hope it's my new favorite. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Interesting. That does sound wonderful. That's a really cute title for it. Yeah, it is. I really like it. Vampire Santa. Although uh, I, I don't really care about elf zombies, but whatever. I feel uh, Jenna B says, Black Christmas all day, every day. The original, not the remake. I wouldn't watch that again if you paid me. And non-horror, 100% elf. Amen to elf. Oh, so, I love elf. Love it. So good. Um, Don R says, Krampus and Bad Santa. All right. I never could get on the Bad Santa train. I don't remember. I saw it in theaters and I feel like that was it. A little too depressing for me. Not (laughs) Christmas enough. TJS Horror says, uh, sorry, just TJS says, Horror, (laughs) Black Christmas, non-horror, A Christmas Story, and Elf. Got some good elf watchers here. Yeah. Uh, Fred B says, for uh, holiday horror, I'm going to go with the third movie in the Bikini Bloodbath trilogy. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas from 2009 and of Santa Claus from 1996. No, Santa not Claus. To be con- Santa Claus with like, yeah. you know, Claus. Uh, yeah. Not to be confused with the 2014 family film Santa Claus involving kittens delivering presents after Santa is unable to make <laughs> the trip after having an allergic reaction to them. Oh my God, I want to see the kitten one. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Phenomenal. Um, for not horror, I think I'm going to go with Die Hard 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So, Carly, uh, what are yours, do you think? I think Black Christmas is... Is your favorite horror or horror Christmas? Yeah. I feel like I've been watching it um, the past few years, Mm -hmm. especially since we've been doing this this podcast. Like, I I just saw it um, at the Egyptian, and it's so good. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Um, So, I think that one actually might be my new favorite horror film holiday horror film yeah um and then just non-holiday horror i just gotta go with all the harry potter films (laughs) i mean does that count they're all christmas movies (laughs) they all have a christmas scene but it's like a scene they all came out around christmas that's (sighs) probably not true fine if you want me to pick something else pick something actually christmassy please Hmm. We all know you like Harry Potter. You're not losing any of your Harry Potter street cred by picking something <laughs> different. <laughs> um, uh, I don't even know if I've watched anything else. Um, you I'm just gonna... said you liked all of these other movies. Oh, I do. I love them all, but I haven't watched them for Christmas in a really long time. Oh. Um, except for... Uh, oh my gosh, now I'm blinking. Oh, Love Actually. I watched that mm. one lately. Okay. I feel like that's a difficult movie. It is a difficult not difficult, movie. but it's like I feel like you find things that you resonate with at different points. Yeah. Or like that hit you differently when sure. you watch them at different times. And I think yeah. that's why I like it so much. Okay. It's not always my favorite because there's there's some weird anti feminist things that hurt my head when I watch it, but mm-hmm. I can get over it. Uh, I do enjoy, I mean, it's a very sweet movie. Some of the storylines I like better than others. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, My favorite horror, okay, like Black Christmas is one of my favorite horror movies, period. Um, But in terms of like something I want to watch on Christmas, like a good Christmas horror movie, like Gremlins, you can't beat it. 
Like it's the the spirit of Christmas is all around us in that movie (laughs) where I feel like, you know, there's a lot of horror movies that take place on Christmas, but the spirit of Christmas isn't there. Gremlins has the spirit of Christmas there. I really want like I, I. I will 100% consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, but the spirit of Christmas isn't actually there, which is why some people will say it's not. I am just, I'd prefer to watch something that's very Christmassy on Christmas. So I'm going to say for my favorite non-horror Christmas to watch, it's a three-way tie really between A Christmas Story, um, Home Alone, and my, I think what's winning out is elf i just love it so much it's every time i watch it i'm a very happy human in so many ways it never ceases to make me laugh and be happy it's so adorable i might actually want to revisit little women now that it's been brought to my attention i don't know that we can consider is there's i mean the little women takes place over a period of time and there's it's it's very true it's in the same camp as harry potter it is. Christmas I mean, there, magic, there are some Christmas. magic. You love magic. I do. I love the movies. That doesn't mean that I've. I will happily consider them horror or horror movies, Christmas movies. I mean, I, it's fine if you want to. I'm just saying I don't think of them that way. I think Home Alone one and two as well. Oh yeah, so good. Okay. We have to close out because you have a party to go to. I fancy do. pants. So next week, you want to tell the the peoples we're continuing our family dysfunction series next week after our short Christmas break. And so we will continue. What are we doing? What are we watching? We are watching Ginger Snaps, which Woo! is streaming on Prime Video. And we are watching uh, Dead Ringers, which is on Prime Video, something called Canopy and Crackle. Which is crackles free if you don't have those other things. Yes. Oh my God, we're finally doing ginger snaps. How exciting. She's so excited, ladies and gentlemen. Very excited. Okay. All right. Well, then that's it for this week. That is it. Okay. We, we well, done. We done. Happy holidays. Hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Yes. And until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> gets worse and worse every time i'm trying to match you but it's hard Happy holidays, you filthy animal.